Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Break it down. No, no. We're just going to keep you right where you're at right now. The Wrestling Realm presents Break It Down with Brian H. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to this edition of Break It Down with Brian H. I am your host, Brian H. Waters. Delayed but not denied. I know you guys are used to getting this show on Wednesday nights, but I got to admit, I was in a little bit of a WrestleMania hangover. I realized something. I did a show last Wednesday, last Thursday. Friday, Saturday, Sunday. I'm like, sheesh, didn't realize it, you know. Um, so, in case you didn't know what I did, let me give you a recap. Last Wednesday was obviously your traditional episode of Break It Down with Brian H. Last Thursday, I dropped the interview with Caprice Coleman. Make sure you check that out. Another edition of Wrestle for the Culture. Last Friday, obviously, the WrestleMania preview show. What matches that I think was going to happen. And of course, as WrestleMania was on Saturday and Sunday, I was joined by the real Dwayne Allen, who came on to discuss WrestleMania. So as you can see, I was very busy. And on Tuesday, you may have missed it. Hopefully you didn't. If you're subscribed, we dropped Life After WWE. For my podcast listeners out there, this is exclusively on the YouTube channel. So make sure you go right to youtube.com slash the wrestling realm and subscribe to that. You'll catch Life After WWE. We talk about Cody Rose. We even talk about John Morrison who left and came back. So, so much on there. But let's get right to this week's episode. Folks, I'm going right in with the top rope. It's time for this week's Top Rope segment of the week. Woo, that may have been a little bit loud, so hopefully uh, you bear with me. But this week's Top Rope, I I call it the cinematic matches, man. It's been different. You know, COVID-19 for a lot of people has forced them to really jump into their creative boxes. Why? Because we are practicing social distancing. So for a lot of us, you know, we can't be in the same places. Huh? That's the reason why the wrestling realm, you saw the real Dwayne Allen and I, he was on the phone. But when you think about what the WWE has done, you go back to WrestleMania, the Boneyard match, the Firefly Funhouse, two matches, and, and, and like I was talking to people, if you only gave us The Undertaker in matches like these, it would work. A lot of people would love it. But the WWE would go in to do that with NXT. This long-awaited battle, or I should say this long-standing rivalry, because we've seen them go at it so many times over the past three years. Johnny Gargano and Tommaso Ciampa in a, you know, pretty much a... Uh, I forgot what... Oh, man, just that fast. But... 
You know, it's like a blood versus blood match, the heart versus the heart, the soul versus the soul. I know somebody will correct me. Neither, nonetheless, what a match. Um, and you saw Candice LeRae get involved at the end, and she would go to Chompa and say, you made me hate my husband. And I'm like, what? And, you know, just talking about how different he's become. But all of a sudden, she would change on him. It was the ultimate plan between the husband and wife and they say behind every great man is an even better woman. And you have to believe this was her plan. And this would lead to Gargano getting the victory. And it's going to be interesting. What happens with Ciampa from here? They beat each other up into oblivion for months and months. Every time you saw these two on a card, they stole the shows. You can make the argument that people like Aleister Black, Andrade, Drew McIntyre, their NXT runs as champion wasn't as successful because during their times, in one way, shape, or form, you were more interested in Gargano Ciampa. Let's be real. So um, I know for me, I enjoyed this. I thought this was the perfect way to do it. A cinematic match um, and then you know I'm just thinking like what other matches or what other rivalries would this have made sense you know could you have gotten something like this with a Shawn Michaels Bret Hart you know in the uh, highlight package they put it together like that in a lot of the Montreal screw jobs but to see this as the only way the match would take place I thought this was well done I'm not quite sure if there are any rivalries in the WWE right now that this would make a hundred and twenty percent since, let me know. Drop it in the comment section. What do you think? So, we move on over to AEW. The championship on the or I should say the championship tournament. We have Cody Rose taking on Sean Spears. I love the finish of this. Sean Spears sold the figure four like none other. Usually, when somebody's in that figure four and they're, they either tap out. Or if they're getting counted out, one, two, three, it's because they've been knocked out. He wasn't knocked out. I love every bit of this. Um, and I said last week, either Cody could go all the way or he'd be eliminated in the first round. I like to see him go all the way and win this title. Um, we'll see. I, I don't really want to see him versus his wife. I mean, him versus his brother in the finals. That I don't think that's needed. But nonetheless, I thought this was some good stuff. Um, what else we got? Um, I want, you know, I'm, I'm going to roll the tap out. Let me get right into it right now. Here's our tapped out segment of the week. My tapped out this week, folks, is Kenny Omega. All right. It's official. He's a joke to me. When I look at Omega... And I see him in this thing with um, Michael. Oh, man, I forgot his name that fast. But but he said we should be the best friends. And then all of a sudden you have the real best friends team coming up. And then you saw the jokes with Michael Nakazawa and Kenny Omega looking like they were going to give Orange Cassidy a hug. And that didn't happen. I'm like, come on now. Again, a guy who was supposed to be... The hottest free agent, a guy who was supposed to be the man that WWE fans wanted Vince to sign and he would come over and do great things. 
But I guarantee you, you guys would be crying if he was in NXT doing the same thing. You was, oh, Vince McMahon doesn't know how to use him. And it's just, this is just sad. It's just sad. I'm not a fan of it. Somebody like me, maybe I'm seeing something different. Maybe I'm being too critical. But again, the number one signing, and he's doing this? No, he should be going after championships. He should be in that tournament. Why is he in the tournament? I mean, the Bucks was, Cody is. Why isn't Omega in the tournament on the other side? So, well, let's move on to positive things. <laughs> Monday Night Raw, Drew McIntyre, celebration. Well, not say celebration, but they told you there was something big. Something big happened after WrestleMania went off the air. And I don't know a lot of you were scared that the big show was going to dethrone McIntyre. And I thought about it. I said, you know... It probably wouldn't have been a bad idea. Nah, it wouldn't have been great. I ain't gonna lie. But this prevented McIntyre and um, this would allow McIntyre and, you know, just getting another solid win. I tell people, I said, look, this win over the big show after beating Brock Lesnar is a big deal. You guys get in your heads a lot of times and say, oh, it's just the big show. Because, yes, WWE has flip-flopped them heads and tails, heads and tails, you know face or uh heel face a heel but it's still he's a first ballot hall of famer he's been in the business for years he's a giant one of the biggest the best giants in wrestling history and that's why this win made sense and that's why it wasn't so bad folks don't get over yourself don't go too crazy look McIntyre went beating two guys in one night at wrestlemania to retain the title that's a big deal big show almost pulled a hogan huh Guys were scared about that. But I, I'm, I'm interested to see where McIntyre goes on for uh, his career. I think it's going to be good stuff. Another thing. On Monday Night Raw, we saw... No, you know, I'm not going to go to that. I'm going to go to that later uh, after the break. I'm going to go right into this. Um, Jake the Snake, man. <laughs> Is this guy meant for the business or what? And you see him selling Lance Archer like a million bucks. I love every bit of it. Um, he, to see where, because if you know the story, you know where he's coming, to see where he is now. Jake the Snake is somebody who needs to be in everybody's locker room. He is somebody who's essentially just, I mean, he's just all around good for the business. And the, the, his mind, they always said he had a great mind for the business. And now you see it. I mean, with DDP right there, Jake the Snake, this is good stuff, man. No, I, I'm not going to say those words. You guys seen the w, the T-shirt that WWE has just released. But, folks, I'm going to take a break. I mentioned it at the top of the show. The Real Dwayne Allen and I dropped the new episode. As soon as you finish this, head on over. If you haven't watched it yet, uh, go ahead, check out. Life after WWE. Here's a preview. Actually, wrestlers don't have to follow what is considered the status quo of the WWE these days. If you're not being used, you can decide, I want I want to do something more. I, the rush of the fans, whether it's 50 people or 50,000, no longer makes a difference because superstars just want to be recognized. Because mm -hmm. they feel now that maybe I don't need the machine to be what I consider successful. Yep. That's true. Um, you look at a guy like Cody Rhodes, right? Mm -hmm. Homegrown. Let's not forget. Homegrown in the WWE. Um, would you say? Born with a silver spoon in his mouth? Absolutely. Say, when it comes to the business? Of course. Uh, 
And he left because he wasn't like the way he was being used. I mean, he even went on record saying he had uh, the challenges was like figuring out what to charge people, right. what to charge promoters, what to expect. Because he hadn't been through this before. No. Um, but he's went out there. He's thrived. You know, we mentioned him on our Breakout Superstars episode, which you can find on the Wrestling Around YouTube channel. Did we? And I'm back, ladies and gentlemen. So that was a preview to our episode coming up titled... W, or actually say episode that just dropped titled Life After WWE. Let's talk about the ladies, folks. So we saw a ladder match on NXT where the winner would be the number one contender for Charlotte Flair's world championship, her NXT women's championship. And I mean, did you expect anything less? These ladies went out there and just quite frankly beat the heck out of each other um, as I try to, there we go. You know, they went out there and just beat the heck out of each other. And in the end, it was Hiroshira winning the ladder match. And she said it was a dream for her to face Charlotte Flair. And she's going to get that match. I mentioned this on the WrestleMania post episode. A lot of people aren't happy. Charlotte Flair winning the title. One thing you always have to remember with the WWE, there's always something that you don't know. What we found out this week. Rhea Ripley, unfortunately, will not be her visa, her work visa expired. So she has to return to her home country and we'll see when she gets back. I believe it's Australia or is it Australia or UK. Forgive me. Um, no, it's, it's um, but nonetheless, that's why WWE probably took the title off her. Yeah, sure. Okay. Let's say that's not the case. Even if putting a belt on Charlotte Flair adds credibility. If I'm an advisor, I mean an advertiser, and I want to advertise with the WWE, and I see they have this show on NXT, I might look and say, I don't know any of those people. I know Triple H, but apparently he doesn't wrestle every week. But now, okay, Charlotte Flair, I know her. She was on ESPN. She was in their magazines. She was in the main event of WrestleMania. Yeah, I want to advertise. Now I want to advertise with stuff on her show. So that's why. And now we're going to get, like I said, Mercedes Martinez, Mia Yim, Dakota Kai, Candice LeRae, Euro Shirai, all these ladies. And obviously, again, Rhea Ripley, when things get situated, Chelsea Green, all these ladies are going to get an opportunity to wrestle, uh, at least some of them will get an opportunity to wrestle Charlotte Flair. That's what's so good about this, folks. And that's going to make a great opportunity for someone. I want to go to AEW. We saw Sheeta taking on Britt Baker in a match. Sheeta pulling off the win. A straight knee to the face. But in the end, you saw Britt Baker with a bloody face. This, to me, was probably my favorite Britt Baker match since she's been to AEW. Um, it's no disrespect to the other matches. But this one, you just felt it back and forth, back and forth. AEW does a phenomenal job with their fans, quote-unquote, their staff being out there and just going out there selling the match. Uh, I, I felt it was paced well. I enjoyed it. Some people may not. Some people may have. Um, I wanted her to get the win. Unfortunately, she didn't. 
But in the end, this was a great match. I thought, this is the type of match I want to see. And I got to give a huge props to Chris Jericho. He's done a better job, especially in this women's division match, done a better job at selling a product than a lot of the other announcers have and the color commentators. Now, obviously, Jericho's a talent. But what you may not know, he actually has a degree in journalism, so it doesn't surprise me. That's why he has one of the best podcasts out there. On Monday Night Raw, for an hour, if you were watching, um, you saw the Street Profits. They had a rematch against Andrade and Austin Theory, but it was the Street Profits. That match was interrupted because of Zelina Vega. Now, we've been watching wrestling long enough. You saw how Zelina Vega was dressed. You knew what was going to happen, but it didn't happen the way you thought at first. Um, Bianca Belair would come out there and say, no, no, no. You know, she took care of her on Sunday night. I think it was Sunday. And then said, all right, well, I guess I got to take care of you again. And, you know, she challenged her to a match. They had a match. Of course, that got interrupted. So we eventually got a six-man or six-man woman tag match, a mixed match, a uh, six-man mix, a six, a mixed tag team match. Which would led to um, the Street Profits and Bianca Belair taking business. It is official. She is on Monday Night Raw. I don't know how long it'll be, but soon, perhaps it's Becky Lynch. Perhaps it's Ronda Rousey or somebody. But now the world gets to see the EST of now the WWE. Uh, this is going to be great. I'm... We've been waiting for it. I know a lot of people out there disappointed that she didn't get the NXT championship. Let me remind you, there's one four horsewoman who didn't have the championship. And guess what? She is the longest reigning and defending Raw Women's Champion, and that is Becky Lynch. Becky Lynch didn't get the title, but she did get the main title. The title's going to bring more of the money, and we shall see Bianca Belair with that championship. Opening up Monday Night Raw, we saw Asuka versus Liv Morgan. I thought that was a solid match. Great way to open up the show. I know some people may not have agreed, but, you know, I thought it was pretty good. It was a great way to open up the show. You got to see both women, you know, go out there and wrestle. Uh, I would love to see Asuka get back going to where she used to be. We shall see. So, but I ain't gonna hold you too long, as we say in the church world. Uh... <laughs> Uh, that's going to be it for this week's episode of Break It Down with Brian H, folks. As always, thank you for tuning in. Um, you know what? But before I go, I usually put another segment in. I'm going to give you a preview of next week's episode of my other podcast, Breaking Through the Glass Ceiling, and that is with my good friend, Ashley Mill. Till next time, folks, I'm Brian H. Waters. So long, everybody. And some of the biggest factors that brought me back to PR too, and also was and me um, realizing that maybe do, doing yoga full time was not for me, was the fact that I lost my own practice in yoga as well because I was tired because I was so overworked. I didn't have my own yoga practice, which was devastating to me because I was like, well, I started this whole you know yoga um, career because I wanted to do yoga more and now I'm not even getting on my own mat and like what kind of yoga teacher isn't even practicing themselves you know um and so when I had realized that that was kind of like my, my shift where I was like you know what 
I do miss public relations. And I think before I was just not passionate about the work I was doing. Um, but of course, yoga and fitness will always have a place in my heart. And like, I will always still have a passion for it. But now I'm at a point in my life where I want to find the stability and the balance between having both um, and like bring joy back into both again. Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of Break It Down with Brian H. Hit the subscribe button and turn on the bell so you get notified every time the Wrestling Realm posts new content.